start kind of thinking about and reevaluating how we're spending our time. Are we just busy dying or are we really living and changing the world and doing our part? Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? This guy. Cloud guy. Up top. Okay. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm CB. And I'm CS. And we love trolls so much that we can't even go one minute into an episode without referencing them in some way. I mean, you just learn a lot from kids' movies. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Uh, This is You Fit Here. Our amazingly wonderful podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about so many everything. Awesome, everything, obviously. Oh, oh everybody, yeah. everybody. Today. Um, CS's computer, Zoom, is not showing me her beautifully glowing face. I say that in like a non-expecting pregnancy announcement way. I just... <laughs> thought of a word <laughs> yeah no definitely not not that uh, so if we're just like all over the place this is our excuse because we can't see each other yeah. which is just the pit facial cute like it's important to be able to i mean you gotta rein me in we have to rein each other in we'll do our best yeah we'll do our best yes well if you are new here we'd like to start our episodes with good news because we all need a little good news so cs tell me what your good news is today my good news is that our friend Anne has told us about Into the Unknown, Making a Frozen 2, available on Disney+. And my family and I will be starting the third episode of the six-episode series tonight. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It is so good, you guys. And that's a wrap on my good news. <laughs> out of this is our 40th episode which is really exciting um what percentage have we referenced frozen (laughs) 2 well i just don't when was it released it depends on that i feel like it was released around november i mean which is basically when we started oh 85 (laughs) percent you know what i didn't watch it until it came out on amazon so that buys us some time you know what neither did i because my, oh, right. my mother watched it together. Yeah, and trolls too. Wow. <laughs> okay, but it, it makes okay. sense why I'm so into this series because it is, it, I, I am just so extraordinarily impressed by the talent and time and hard work that goes into making these films that. I mean, I always – you appreciate it, and it's like, wow, look how far technology has come, but it's just so much more than that. So if you're interested in any of that, even if you've never seen it, I highly recommend diving in to this. So, Well, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, but what about you? Um, I'm going to go with the beach has been a wonderful little sanctuary of happiness for me and my children on these very hot, hot days. 
because it's breezy up there in the north on the beach as opposed or what do you mean like relief you have to be um, in, the, in the ocean or the lake <laughs> the ocean up here up here in the midwest listen, listen um, i can't see your face so i don't you're not telling me o- ocean <laughs> or lake i had to remember on my own so <laughs> it's the beach actually by um Dang it, I'm trying to remember Lake the Michigan name from Frozen 2 right now <laughs> to make a joke, but Arendelle? I can't remember. No, where oh. does where does she go? Something with an A. Into the unknown. Yeah, but where is it called? Arendelle. No, that's her hometown. <laughs> oh, the new town? Oh, Atamananula. No, Atahalan. Atahalan. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. It's the beach at Atahalan. The beach at Atahalan, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Um, no, just the water makes us very happy and calm and the waves and it's just peaceful and relaxing. Yeah. I love Lake Michigan. It's, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. It's lovely. So that's been great. Um, we have Kahana's good news. If you guys want to share your good news with us, and even if you already have, tell us more good news because we love it by the boatloads. Um, Kahana said, oh. I should tell you how. Go to our website. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I have to stop you there because we're talking about like Disney and DreamWorks and Kahana sounds a little like Moana. And then you just said boatloads. <laughs> just like, I just can't. I just feel like Disney should just give us a dollar. <laughs> but, okay, I do I'm so love sorry. Moana. Oh, gosh, I do we, love Moana. Oh, my gosh. Wait till you see the credentials of these people. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, like some of them have worked on Moana, but then they've worked. I mean. Just please watch it, everybody. Please, please, please. From the bottom of my heart, I'm begging you. Please tell us Kahana's good news. Um, Kahana's good news. I am a clinical psychologist at an elementary school. In October, we had a high-end student move into our district. He went from having multiple physical and verbal incidences every day of the week to no incidences over the past two and a half weeks. What I came down to was building a relationship with him, showing interest in him, giving him attention for the behaviors we wanted to see, versus focusing on correcting and scolding him and reinforcing his little victories along the way. Relationships make all the difference, and I am so incredibly proud of this young man. And Kahana, you are a wonderful human being. Yeah. I know that you said that you're proud of him, but really, we're proud of you, Kahana. Yes. I mean There's that. There's so many, I agree, people that are just there's a judgment on them and they're cast aside for the next teacher to deal with or worry about. And this is what so many of these kids and adults, what we need is love and understanding and listening. And we could have such a better world. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So thank you, Kahana. That's beautiful. Truly. And if you guys want to share your good news, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't talk. If you guys want to share your good news with us, head to everykind.com, scroll to the bottom and tell us all your good news every single day of the week. We want to share it on the podcast. It can be anything. And everything. And everything. Or or something in between those two things. Whatever is good for you. We want to hear about it for real. We mean it. Yeah, we do. We need it, you guys. We obviously need it. So. Yes. So this is a topic we are going to talk about reevaluating-ish, for lack of a better word. Um, Right now, we previously recorded an episode all about this, but it was before the death of George Floyd, or shall I say the murder of George Floyd, and our 
attention and learning and everything kind of got redirected and we felt that we need to re-record the message, though we still think it totally applies to something a little bit more relevant to right now. Yeah, essentially, we needed to reevaluate our previously recorded reevaluate episode. Uh, yeah. So if if that didn't make sense, sometimes we want to reevaluate everything we say on this podcast. I mean, but if we did that, we would never have episodes. We wouldn't have forty awesome episodes. I to remember dive into. in the beginning of doing this because doing this was a very big venture for us, and. I think we both worried, like, how, how long are we going to be able to actually do this with all the other things that we have going on, keeping our business running, just the two of us? And, man, I just... Just the two of us. We can we make can it make if we it. try. <laughs> oh, the two of us. But, like, for real, I'm very proud of us. I think this is proof that whatever you care about, like... Go for it. And right now is a great time to do that. And by reevaluating your life and the world and everything, then you have this a beautiful and amazing opportunity to do just that. So you two could also have a podcast with 40 episodes if you put your mind to it. <laughs> Don't, totally. And now the episode's over. I hope everybody learned a great deal. <laughs> Go reevaluate your life and talk to us later. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tell us how it goes. Um, but yes, so when we were discussing this, we were all in the midst of quarantine. And it was the idea of, you know, when things go back to normal, which we don't believe they will because this is just a change in our history. What? How are we going back into it? How are we taking this time to reevaluate our lives. And now even more so, how are we taking this time to reevaluate our beliefs, our thoughts, our values, our view on our world? Yeah. Our priorities, what's important to us. Totally. Yeah. You have to take time to reevaluate your priorities um, to have the happiest life that you can. Not to say that there won't be unhappy times because life is a CB said before and I loved uh, a sampler platter you're not gonna like everything on the sampler platter but you wouldn't order a sampler platter with only mozzarella sticks would you no you would just order mozzarella sticks if you're you know well maybe you don't and I'm sorry for that but uh yeah we want you guys to be able to reevaluate things so that you can have a happy life because happiness is super important Yeah, and happiness comes with all the other feelings. Like you can't, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? So every feeling has a opposite feeling and something that comes out of it. So out of your anger might come excitement. Out of your grief might come joy. Out of your sadness might come happiness. So we have to take all these feelings, all these things into account, especially right now, because everything seems so stressful and negative and untrustworthy, to be honest. I feel like we really have to take a really deep, good, hard look at how we're feeling in these moments and then what we can do. So you see the post that's like, you wonder how people felt during 
these moments in history, well, how do you feel right now? Because you're living through one. Like this will be talked about for so long. And we could talk about it like, oh, 2021, I'm ready for you and just hope this all goes away. Or we could use this as the pause we all needed to really dig into our lives and our society and our education. And dang, this is a pretty good jumping off point, despite all the horrific stuff happening. Yes. Very well said. Bravo. Thank you so much. Speaking of Bravo, Housewives are back on. So that's exciting. That is exciting. (laughs) I mean, for you and for me, because when you're happy, I'm happy. Oh my gosh. It's just like the mindless thing to shut my brain off. And on Housewives of New York, anyone who watches this, there's this new character this season, Leah, and she is bat-ish crazy in the best way. And she's like naked throwing tiki torches in a yard. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's quality, you guys. (laughs) So after you're done watching the making of Frozen 2, you can turn on Roni and watch Leah because she is just something else. For the record, I believe that CB has put hours into reevaluating whether or not (laughs) this type of show is something she needs to continue watching. And as you know, as of today and to date, the answer is still yes, it is. It is. So it really is, you guys. Yeah. However, there are a lot of shows I have not continued watching, which is great. I have like only two or three that I watch right now. And I do believe everyone needs something in their life that is mindless to stop thinking. thinking yeah. That's that is like, totally 100%. That's like books. I don't for me. know. Yeah, it's like a fiction book. It's just something that doesn't even seem possible, even though this is reality TV, (laughs) but something that doesn't seem possible in my own life and just seems like this movie I'm watching so that I stop thinking about all the chaos in our world. Right. So you are probably not going to watch what we just finished watching. What did you watch? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Oh, yeah. My husband's like all in all those documentaries. And then there's this dot com one about all these crazy, crazy people. Sorry for my language. I mean, I'm not saying that we're always a five star podcast. Five stars are a good (laughs) rating, though, if you, you know, would be so generous. But had bad people listen to us, maybe the world could be better and we wouldn't have Jeffrey. I don't. That's a big leap. And probably not important to put in the podcast at all. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get people intrigued. So there you go. Uh, Well, no, I'm going to go from Disney to Roni to that. (laughs) I mean, no, I've, I've watched a show called Love Sick for the fourth time. And I'm not saying like it's been over the course of years that I've watched it so many times, but um, it's my most favorite mindless story on, on the on the on the Netflix. <laughs> on the Netflix. <laughs> on yes. the interwebs. Ugh. So anyways, back to what we're talking about. Um what were we talking about? <laughs> well, we were talking about how we haven't changed much. Uh, oh, cool. or, or reevaluated cool. if we reevaluated our preferences in terms of um uh c- cinematic experiences. 
Okay. All right. So we haven't done any of the work we are preaching. <laughs> no, but <laughs> actually, but yeah. no, we, we, we have, and we do, and mm-hmm. we have both um, been listening to and watching things that I, I'm, I feel confident saying I never really gave much thought to before just to educate ourselves. And so CB's right. Like you do have to have things that, that just make you give you the ability to like, just kind of get out of your head for a little while. Otherwise I think we would all go crazy. So I know, but then, you know, there's some people who are never in their heads. I feel like I'm always in my head and I'm always questioning everything. And then there are blissfully ignorant people who are just like, yeah, but you're not really anymore. I think you definitely used to be, but now you're like, oh dang, there's some stuff out there. And I mean, ignorance maybe is bliss, but I feel like if we go into our world and continue on in our world after all of this, that way, then we really didn't use this whole shitstorm, for lack of a better word, to our advantage. Yeah, I don't think ignorance is bliss. I think ignorance is like limiting your chance to change and grow and do better and be better technically. Yeah. But I get why it can be because what you don't know, you don't know, but sometimes what you don't know can really hurt you guys. So, um, I'm not saying you should go read other people's diaries or anything like that. Uh, I'm just saying it, it is good to be a little more informed. I feel like I can actually join in on some conversations, even if I'm not that confident in what I might say, I feel like I can at least be a part of them. It's so important you are things so good at pronunciating your been, You know, it's because you called me out on saying like <laughs> one word wrong and now <laughs> I over-enunciate everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people say words differently. I do. I do. My friend Sarah says birthday for birthday. And I'm like, say it again. Yeah. I love it. That's like breakfast. How do you breakfast. say it? Breakfast. How do you? Breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast instead of like breakfast, breaking the fast. Oh, I just say breakfast. Yeah, that's is that wrong? Oh, it is. <laughs> well, isn't it? It's fast. I'm gonna breakfast. reevaluate that then because it comes from break the fast. Does it really? Breakf- Did you learn yeah. that in etymology? I don't know what etymology is. It's like but sure, like the study of Greek words or something. Yeah, no, I just learned it from. Some guy talking about eating habits. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm enlightened. I'll learn more about that after this. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so back to what we were discussing, or <laughs> not back to what we were discussing. Sorry. Okay, okay, um, okay. I'm, I'm ready now. Okay, so we can choose to look at this time as, like, just get it over with. And come on, all good things come to an end, and all bad things come to an end. But... If we're just going to like try to jump or put our life on pause until it comes to an end, then you just wasted basically a year. <laughs> yeah. And so much potential to grow inside yes. inside your head and your heart and in and, and your home and at every way that you can and should be growing. Yeah. Yeah. So when like the grandkids are like, what are you doing in 2020? And you're like, I was posting memes on social media, hoping it was 2021. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
or I was educating myself and doing that thing I always said I wanted to do, but never did, or I don't know, reevaluating the shows you watch. Right. TV. I was listening to the You Fit Here podcast with my good friends C and C, and I wonder how they're doing. I should reach out to them. Should send them some chocolates. <laughs> exactly. Because yes, I so, always love chocolate. So. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. So one thing we can remember is that bad things, mistakes, you know, horrible moments in our history, they all teach us good lessons if we let them. If we want them to. Yes. We're willing. I mean, you can only make the same mistake so many times until it's a choice. I think it's like the second time. <laughs> I think you that's how that. the saying goes. Yeah. Something like that. My son was saying, I'm sorry. And I was like, okay, but you don't just say sorry unless you actually want to change what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sorry's not just like a cop out to move on. Actually make a change and then I will believe you. <laughs> wow. Right? Well, that's a great lesson. Like how many times could you get screwed over by a friend or family member or spouse and they just keep saying, sorry, you're not forgiven. Change what you're doing. Right. And then we'll see if we can move on. Yeah. And that is hard, but you have to be willing to open up your, like what you're willing to, I guess, accept. Acceptance is probably the, the first key to that, but you have to be able to know that even bad things can teach you really important and invaluable lessons. Um, yeah. And I like the thought of accepting where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Like it sucks. I'm accepting that we are in quarantine. I am accepting that we are in this very unknown phase of everyone's so stressed about kids going back to school. I'm like, why, why are we worried about this? Like, we just don't know until we know. Right. So all the stress, all the gray hairs, like, go to the beach and chill out. Okay, but that's easy for you to say because you actually have a beach to go to. Well, if you come join me at Atahalan, <laughs> you can be at the beach of the dark No, listen, well. you need to make your own beach. Okay, guys? Yes, it doesn't have to be a physical beach. It could literally be watching Real Housewives of New York City, (laughs) whatever that is, like, obviously there are things that should stress you out and should worry you and should make your blood boil right now. Mm -hmm. And if there aren't, like, what do you, what are, what are you on? (laughs) And that's fine, but kind of assess the things you're letting stress you out. Are they things truly out of your control? Are they things that Guys, we can't really predict anything in our lives that's going to happen. So just let that go and start focusing on the things you can control and the things you can change. Let it go. Let it go. Come, coming back to it. I uh, can't not. It's just so relative all the time. So <laughs> To everything all the time. It really is. Uh, yes. Yeah. So this moment, this bad time. Let it teach us a lesson. Obviously, we don't want all these lives to be lost and whatnot, but this is literally like a huge, huge springboard ready to launch you into information that you otherwise wouldn't have the time 
or probably wouldn't make the time to learn. Let it open your eyes to things that you're doing in your life that you don't want to be doing. Like, let this awful time make something out of it. Don't let it be for nothing. Yeah, that sounds really depressing. Right? Yeah, I'm if you can't see me, but I'm doing a sad, depressing face. <laughs> Your words Please. are really reaching me. Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Then I won't laugh at you. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, it all goes hand in hand. <sighs> um, yes, but with all of this, I think one of the big things that I've learned is, and you, is that uncertainty is okay. Like questioning everything is probably what's right right now because nobody knows. Right. I wonder. Nobody knows. (laughs) I wonder who came up with there's no such thing as a dumb question. I feel like that person had the end in mind because it's like, if you think every question that you're going to ask is dumb, you're never going to ask them and you should always and forever be asking them. So thank you so much to whomever came up with that expression because yeah. we should always be asking questions. And sometimes we want to know the answer and sometimes the answer is not available to us and that's the whole point. It's yeah. it's not always going to be, um, you know, sometimes you have to work a little harder to answer certain things. And right now – we have to put in the work if we want a better world. And I do, and you do. And I hope if, if you're listening, you do too. And I think the one person we should hope we can trust is ourselves. But we can't trust ourselves unless we have information. So let's not all Google on the internet to some stranger how they can solve all these problems. But let's learn and then trust ourselves to come up with our own opinions and beliefs and ideas to do so. Yeah. Like we have to learn enough to put our trust in ourselves and not in the news blip we saw or the stupid article on Facebook or, you know, like educate yourself and then come up with your own, your own thoughts. Yeah. Why are we trusting other people with our, our everything, our history, our future, all this stuff. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> no. She's so if you're listening, I don't trust you. You're <laughs> an untrusting human being. I am, but it has served me quite well in life. <laughs> yeah, I should definitely be less trusting, that's for sure. We've if if you're not new here, then you know that. But um I just feel like you earn trust and somehow we've grown up just like trusting our history books or trusting the information that our teachers got. But we have to remember that even that information was limited. We have to remember that the life experiences of our teachers and our parents and our family members is limited to only their experience. It's not the world's experience. So until we expand our viewpoint, we got to stop just like being certain of something that is uncertain. Like, I'm going to trust this one guy's version of this. I don't think so. Like, no. And I'm sorry, but okay, I won't go there. I was about to get real aggro. (laughs) 
so philosophical. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I mean everything I just said. Um, Jay Shetty, you guys know I love him and his podcast. He interviewed Ryan Holiday, my other favorite, which you all know. Go listen to this episode. It will be in the show notes. But Ryan Holiday was quoting somebody else. And it said, certainty ages like milk. So the older you get and the more you continue to be certain is kind of spoiled and disgusting. I mean, he says you shouldn't become more certain in your beliefs as you age. You should, in fact, become less certain and more open because all the new experiences you have in your life as you continue to age should open your eyes to so many other things that maybe the 16-year-old certain stubborn version of us was not open to. And I really loved that. It, he also quoted Epicure, Epicure, you know, that philosophical guy, the Stoic, Epicurious. Epi, I could be making that up. Do you know what I'm saying? Epicurious? <laughs> Something like that. It's impossible to learn that which you think you already know. And I'm kind of using this whole quarantine as a give me everything you've got. Like, I want to be an open book. I want to learn every different viewpoint and then trust myself enough to make a decision. Nobody should be making your decisions or beliefs or thought processes for you. But you have to be accountable and responsible for doing it. I'm nodding. <laughs> now I am nodding. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, because you grow up, we learn how to parent from our parents. So that's our perspective. That's the like depth of what we know. But is there a whole nother world out there? Yes. We learn how to write from our teachers. Is there, you get where I'm going with this. A whole new world. There's a whole new world. Um, that's really funny that you said that because last week, I, I just don't feel like that song has yeah. ever been more like, yes. <laughs> if that made any sense. It does. It's. I feel like I have learned more in our quarantine about our country's history than I've ever, ever learned in my whole life. My whole life. Man. Because I felt like I didn't need to know certain things. Because I memorized enough to pass tests and get through school and that was good enough. Well, it's not good enough. Because if we just keep following in this path that was laid out for us by somebody else and trust they're doing the right thing, we're going to wake up like Poppy in Trolls 2 and realize mm -hmm. that our ancestors may have jacked things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And maybe we should actually change it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they didn't have all the right answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about like what's like – what do I actually remember from – school about history and it's like nothing basically only me. the preamble to the constitution yeah which just should be like written, written. well i and i don't i i only know it because it was a song 
that I memorized. Mm, just like in 1492? Yeah, kind of, but no. Columbus stole land? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it- After he sailed the ocean blue? No, it wasn't anything about Columbus, I don't think. I mean, I can recite it for you, but I, I won't. I don't want to show right. off too much. Okay. <laughs> the point is, is that a lot of I have conversations with my older boys about school and when they complain about like, what do we need to know this for? And one thing that I don't think or remember anybody ever telling me was, yeah, you don't. And you're all you're not going to remember it when you're my age, because guess what? I have no idea what you're learning and I don't get it. And you can't even teach it to me again. The point is that your brain is growing because you're learning. And so that is the beauty of if if we were taught things that were incorrect back then, it our minds were made to learn it again and learn it better. And now we're in a place in our lives where we can actually remember and be, be passionate about what we're learning. And that was my really roundabout way of saying like we didn't lose time. If anything, it it should be driving us to all like carry this torch for all the missing links that were never provided for us when they should have been. Um, yeah. We can't play the blaming game, um, but it's our it's our job and it's our duty uh, as Americans. And if you're not in America, what's up? <laughs> That's awesome. Can I visit you? <laughs> I want to. See, I'm too trusting. I trust that someone listening – wants me to come house you yeah let's switch (laughs) let's do that like there's like a thing you can do where you switch houses for a week or something like in the holiday exactly I knew I didn't make it up (laughs) love that movie (laughs) I know me too (laughs) Uh, anyways okay so while we are in the depths of this moment of history we are reevaluating stuff so some steps we can take are Reevaluate your values in your life. Mm-hmm. Natalie talked about this last week. Before you go into these conversations, you know, assess your values and what are you trying to get out of this and et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's a really good time to reassess your personal values. And then if you are in a relationship, your values within that relationship, or if you are a parent, your values within your family. And then make sure what you're doing in life is really revolving around those values. So if one of your values is, you know, being true to yourself and honest and have integrity and you are working at a job that you can't stand and, you know, going with someone else's ideals that you don't even believe in, then are you actually living up to that value? No. I answered yeah. it. I answered the question. Thank you. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so reassess the values. And I think your values can change constantly. I don't personally have my values written down in list form, but I think I might try it and just see like where I'm at right now, what's important in this time. Because so many of the extra things has been, they've been stripped away. So all like the extra not necessity type things in our lives is kind of gone and all the distractions are kind of gone like sports and other things. Hmm. So this is a really good time to be like, 
I can't just jump to a distraction. I mean, maybe I could if I really wanted to, but let's just sit with ourselves for a minute and like really have a mini personal therapy inventory. How's it going? Mini. How are you feeling? Personal. What do you want out of this life? Therapy inventory. Are you writing that down? I was, (laughs) I can barely remember what you said now. It was so good and enlightening. And then, see, I told you oh. I can't remember things I learned. Now you're going to have to re-listen. Oh. It's- yeah, so maybe do that. I think one of the ways you can assess your values, if you're like, well, I don't know what my values are because I said that earlier to CS, but then I rambled off a bunch of them, is when you keep writing down the things you're grateful for in your life, and they could be really big things, and they could be really, really, really tiny things, start holding, I don't know, not comparing notes, but like, what are the things you keep coming back to? What are these things that you are always grateful for in the long run? Make time for more of those things. Yeah. We don't have that much time on earth. And if we are just living this mundane life, because we feel like we just have to go to work to make the money and then have to do this because society told me to and then have to just carry on day to day and hope for the next day to be better. Like if we keep wishing for Friday to come, we're missing out on, I was about to do like a really baller percentage math equation in my mind, but I can't. (laughs) I don't even know why you would try to do that. Five sevenths. What is that? (laughs) Uh, Of our life. Don't even, it's fine. Don't even bother. Well, um, I mean, but like we used to say, we love Mondays. Like, thank God it's Monday. We need to go into every day of our lives like that, guys. Like, this has put a pause on so much useless, pointless stuff and opened our eyes to so many important things that we can actually pursue and go after right now. And this is the perfect time to do it. I have friends that are like, We're going to try and sell our house and move to a different state. They're like, there's no better time. Everything is up in the air. So I'm going to do what I actually want to do in my life. Heck yes. Yes. Bravo. I I already said that this episode, but truly standing ovation. It's the time. There is no time like the present. No day but today or like today. But today from rent, that's a good good one. Okay. Um <laughs> but you're gonna join in on me. Yeah, or you act like you don't all know on. all the lyrics to that song. I just thought it was funny. Well, I just need to like hear it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't commit. I mean I've heard you sing it. So I'm just Ugh. outing you. It's a great, great soundtrack. Um Okay, so reevaluate values. Use your gratitude, figure out what's happening and Dive into this uncertainty. Dive into learning. Expand your freaking mind. Expand your viewpoint. Gain experiences from other people. Because believe it or not, there are people who live completely different lives from us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, there is no right way to be a human. We have to stop thinking that our way is the only way. I I just mouthed that because we're so simpatico, even without seeing each other's faces. Yeah, but it's very true. If if 
nothing else, if you can't measure the last couple months, and I know it's been like, what, five months in quarantine or, you know. How do you measure <laughs> a weekend? Okay, go listen to the Rent soundtrack. I, yeah. Cups but um, you should be different than you were when you started. And when you started, it was probably the hardest Mm-hmm. But all of the things that you taught yourself or that you learned for yourself or that you realized were important to you should have changed you. And I think that's a really good way to measure, you know, it's been hard, but you've come out maybe better or stronger or like revitalized or, you know, ready ready to make new changes or I don't, I don't know. Just I think ask yourself – am I different? And am I grateful for my kids being back at school if indeed that happens? And if they don't go back to school, how are you going to handle that? And how are you going to set the tone for them? Like you just be one step ahead of yourself and just be willing to understand that you want to keep changing. And so never say never. Yeah. Keep the change. CS always says, and I love it. Always say always. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's from Stepmom. It is? Remember no, when No, I thought I made it up and I was going to make a million dollars. Oh no, she doesn't say always say always. She says always, always. Oh, I don't remember. But I don't know because that's in the middle of my like snot pouring out of my face. Oh my face. gosh, I Stop. know, I know, I know, I know. Saddest movie. <sighs> always, always. Well, and also I don't, I don't actually think like you should always say always. <laughs> I just think you shouldn't do either of those things. Never say never. Yeah. And never always say always. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great tip. Uh, yeah, guys, we have a lot of – we have to start putting responsibility and accountability on ourselves again. Mm-hmm. We can be so much more resourceful in life than we have let ourselves become. We have become so reliant on the luxuries and ease, 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 doesn't make sense. The things that make our lives easier. Like I need my groceries in an hour. Okay. Thank you. Delivery. You know, we can be so much more resourceful than this and we can be so much better at learning things and making our own opinions about them. We have to stop taking the lazy way out and acting like all these other people in our world should just know things and make decisions and we should just go with the flow because you don't want to put in the effort. Put in the effort. Whatever, if you don't want to dig into the history of our country, then shame on you. (laughs) But whether that's I want to make this life change. I want to move. I want to play guitar. I want to do this. Like, stop acting like it's just magically going to happen one day. Be resourceful and make your life mean something. Oh, my gosh. Write that down. Make your life mean Uh, something. Who who wants to live a life that didn't mean anything? I mean, not everybody's going around actively thinking about it, but that's what we should do. I think in in summary – that's that's it right there. Make your yeah. life mean something. Reevaluate how we're spending each day. Is it this mundane, repetitive hamster wheel just wasting time? Or are we actually living 
Oh, another quote from that podcast. Dang it. I'm probably going to mess it up, but it's something about dying time versus living time. And so he has it on his wall and he thinks to himself, is this time that I am just spending slowly dying because I'm just like going through the motions and whatever. And obviously there is time that everyone has that, but are we using more of our time to really live and experience and educate ourselves? Like, so let's start kind of thinking about and reevaluating how we're spending our time. Are we just busy dying or are we really living and changing the world and doing our part? I hope we're doing that. I hope so too. Yeah. All right. Okay. (laughs) I'm out of breath. I feel like my Apple watch should have recorded a workout. I'm surprised (laughs) I didn't get a prompt actually. Because my heart rate. I probably sure. I got like a breathe one for sure. Start a couple minutes of deep breathing could really change your life, Colleen. <laughs> yeah, that usually only happens when I'm with my argumentative one. Oh, that happens to me like 50 million times a day. <laughs> for real, that's really funny. It might be a coincidence, but I don't think so. I'm a shallow breather. Oh, you I need are. to breathe out of my nose and deeply. Was that good? Mm-hmm. I think so. I do think so. I do believe so. Yes. If anyone knows what that is from, you can DM us, but I won't. (laughs) Not going to give anything away. I do believe so. Yes. Um, Jack Black is my clue. The Holiday? No. School of Rock? old band. Oh, what what were they called? Tenacious Tenacious D? D. Yeah. (laughs) So inappropriate, but so funny. (laughs) Well, they all know we love inappropriate things, so... Okay, so on that note, Frozen 2, Roni, Jeffrey Epstein, and Tenacious D. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Go reevaluate your stuff, guys. Don't just waste your time dying through this quarantine and moment in history. Let's actually make this matter and make the world better together. Better together. Jack Johnson. Let's go listen to some Jack Johnson too. On the beach at Otto Holland. All right, guys, we will talk to you later. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.